Paula is now in the sea. It's pitch black. The captain had warned her to head to the black and not to be drawn to follow a light if I see one. We will never use a light to guide you. It's always a German light. She could see nothing but darkness, her eyes starting to adjust a little. It was so cold. The captain had told her to listen for the sound of the waves hitting the shore. Thank God I can hear them now. She changed her swim stroke. She was now moving forward like a frog, making as little sound as she could. She could stand now. Walking forward, she was free of the sea. The beach was full of shingle and stones, very hard on her very cold feet. She started to shiver. Ahead of her was a tall, vast mound. She made her way towards it, as if she, as she had been told to. She found a big, smooth rock standing up on it, doing jumping jacks to bring some heat into her body. Then she heard voices above her on the cliff top. Listening, she heard the code. The voices were walking away. She couldn't get her lips to work to make the whistle. They were gone. She started to cry in despair. What on God's earth am I doing here? The voices were returning. She took a deep breath. Much to her relief, she could hear the sound her own breath was making. There was a pause in the voices. And in a moment, they were wrapping Paula in a warm blanket, handing her a black coffee from a flask. This is the nicest coffee I've ever had. Pausing, she smiled at them. The man said, the brandy in it will be good for you. Am I becoming an alcoholic? No wonder the nun said it was a sin to drink and we would go to hell if we did. I'm really enjoying this. In silence, Paula was dressing into warm clothes. They signed for her to follow them. They led her the way back, the way they came. Crossing a narrow laneway, they took a turn and headed up a steep hill climb. Paula was grateful for all the cycling she had done over the past couple of weeks. Her leg muscles were strong. To her relief, they turned into a gateway after a couple of minutes. They were home. It felt so cosy and warm to Paula. Not too close to the fire for a while. It is better to warm up slowly, the young lady smiled and said to her. There were no introductions. You are most welcome here, said the woman. The man nodded and as he poured more coffee and put some cheese and bread on the table. They sat and ate in silence. To bed now. We will talk in the morning, he said. As soon as Paula closed her eyes, she went into a deep sleep. The next morning at the kitchen table in this homely house, Paula sat looking around. It had all the same things as an Irish kitchen, but with such simple style and elegance, little touches she would never have thought of. The man came through the back door, 
with another lady. Michelle, he said, introducing her. She is your next guide. As Michelle and Paula headed up the road, Michelle says, They are very good people. You will have to get used to the less people know, the better. So there is little talk for your safety and theirs. We must get to the train station where we will catch the train to Coon. We will spend a couple of hours there. Then we will catch the train to Paris. You can sew, I hope. Yes, very well, smiled Paula.